This episode is brought to you by Team Bat versus Team Spear. The zombie apocalypse is upon us, and the age-old HMT debate of which weapon would do better is finally relevant. Let everyone know how smart and or stupid you are by repping a brand new t-shirt available at horrormovietalk.com slash shop. These swanky shirts are available in both unisex and feminine cuts and were designed by our very own doctor of sex, Dustin Goble. Zombies are dangerous, so please arm yourself right away and gain access to the HMT bunker by wearing your Team Bat or Team Spear shirt. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bruce Henson, who holds a PhD in spookology, and me, Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare no-nos. Um, new theatrical releases usually get priority, and uh, that's going to kind of kind of change. You're going to have to just you're just going to have to figure it out. All right, we're shooting from the hip. We also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Today, we've got a fabulous episode for you, my boobies. Uh, I mean, I mean, really, it's something y'all have been clamoring for more than Halloween. Uh, I think this may be the the most asked for review of this year, quite frankly. So, uh, yeah, today we're going to be reviewing Terrifier 2. But before we get into all that, you guys should check us out at HorrorMovieTalk.com. From there, you get links to our LinkedIn uh, and our, um, and you know, not uh, other, other important places, our subreddit. Um, and uh, and you can follow us on YouTube. We are on YouTube. YouTube! YouTube! What up? It's Jolioli here coming at you live. Um, and Hit so- that subscribe button. Ring that bell. Go on YouTube. Yeah, thank you, uh, everyone, for checking us out on YouTube. We sure do appreciate it. We put on quite a show, and uh, and Fart Simpson helps us uh, get everything together. Uh, word to word to your mom, Fart. I love you, buddy. Um, big thanks to our new patrons. Check out uh, these sweet names that I'm going to name right away. And great thanks to Horror Movie Talk. We got Caleb. We got Haley S. We got. Corey G. His name rhymes with allegory. Uh, we also got Michael B. So thank you guys so much for becoming patrons and getting access to all that sweet, sweet digital goody goods and probably some stickers and stuff also that we send you with a thank you card. Um, and probably my name spelled wrong. 
We post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe. Leave us a nice rating on Apple Podcasts. If you want to give us a call, uh, we'll probably play it on a bonus episode of uh, Horror Movie Whores where we you know, play our voicemails. You can call us at 682-253-4468. With this episode of where we're reviewing Terrifier 2, we're going to start out by giving our brief review and our score for the movie. Uh, we score on a scale of 1 to 10. Um, if you don't know how that works, you should probably probably not be watching this. Um, you know, 10's just really good. There, there you go. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers, take a deep dive into what we liked and hated about this film. And later in this episode, we will be doing two games. We'll be doing taglines and also kill count. Uh, good old, good old fashioned HMT fun. <laughs> You know, we we have a fun time. Uh, fun. Anyway, um, so we watched Terrifier 2 and were treated to an homage of uh, to the 80s slashers with a runtime of a Lord of the Rings movie. Um, so without any further ado, here is the trailer. So, did you figure out what you're dressing up as tomorrow? He wants to dress up as a real guy who murdered nine people last year. Oh, you're not doing that. It's just a costume. You think that guy's still out there? What's up with you and this clown all of a sudden? You're like obsessed. They never found his body. What if he decides to come back here? I wouldn't worry about it. Wait a minute, aren't you that guy from the costume shop? Sir, what are you doing? It wasn't me. He was covered in blood on his shirt and his hands when he got here. I'm telling you, it was him, Allie. Right down to the little black dot on the tip of his nose. You're really weird, you know that? <laughs> I believe him. About what? Something really bad's gonna happen tonight. No, I, I know when Jonathan's lying, okay? I, I could hear it in his voice. Something's, something's wrong. Look, we're gonna have fun. Stress-free environment. Yep. Speaking of surprises, kids, we have a very special guest with us today. All the way from Miles County, please welcome Art the Clown. After his original massacre, Art the Clown, played by David Horton, David Howard Thornton, returns to terrify Miles County. This time, instead of killing random people, he seems to have an agenda and a re renewed sense of humor. Art targets the friends and family of Sienna, played by Lauren Lavera. <clears throat> he is twisted, hateful, and worst of all, inappropriately humorous. As he mutilates kids and adults alike, 
he kind of helps to bring Sienna's family together, which is uh, as weird as it sounds. My review for Terrifier 2 is this is the third Art the Clown effort by writer-director Damien Leon, who was obviously beaten by his father as a child. Um, I think that it's fair to say that Art the Clown has earned a place among the likes of Michael Myers, Jason, and Freddy, although his brand of slasher is much more horrifically violent and uh, with a kind of through-the-looking-glass feel to the whole thing. Uh, definitely closest to the feel of a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, uh, rendition, kind of uh, dreamlike and um, kind of a little bit pedo-y. It's very, very strange uh, feel to this whole thing. Terrifier 2 is the longest slasher I've ever, ever seen. Um, it's fucking very long. It's longer than The Return of the Jedi by 20 minutes. Um, lots could have been left on the editing room floor. This movie has so much extra dialogue and emphasis here, mood scenes, that I question whether or not they were just going for some kind of record. I honestly think that he was just like, I'm going to make the longest slasher ever made. I'm going to do it. I don't care what it takes. Um, does the runtime make it bad? Yes. No. No, it just yes. makes it less good. Um, Terrifier's brand seems to be astonishingly fucked up gore set to slapstick and deadpan comedy. Uh, some of the kill concepts in this are truly gruesome and will never leave your mind. Is this movie good? I, I don't know. It's not my favorite thing to see horrendous gore, but I have to say, if I'm going to see horrendous gore, I would choose to see it with Art the Clown. He's a pretty funny guy. <laughs> this is not a real movie to me. This is some sort of attempt at a world record. Um, it's a pretty interesting thing to see. I was interested the whole way through. My wife, who expressed no interest in this movie, was like, okay, but what's next? You know, like she was with it through the whole fucking runtime, um, which normally she just falls asleep. Um it pays homage to slashers of old, spelled with an E, and uh, makes me want to ask, what is wrong with kids these days? But that's the whole point, I suppose. Um, if that sounds like a good time to you, you probably don't need to listen to my review. I score this a, a 6 out of 10. It was, it was fun. Um, very funny in parts. It was interesting to look at. Uh, there was some weird shit. And it even had a little bit of an allegory thing going on inside of it, which is more than you get in most slashers. Um, but it was so long. Uh, it was so long. I... Um, yeah, just, um, just a, a broken family due to alcoholism, I guess, sort of. There's a, there's a, a bit of a, uh, a bit of a beating, uh, you know, a, a beaten child thing going on here um but it's it's clumsy i mean it's it's ham-handed but i wouldn't expect anything less from a terrifier movie except for clumsy and ham-handed so I, I don't know it, it it wasn't horrible i had a weird time with it and that's what i expect from horror movies especially slashers so yeah i don't know what do you think i'm shocked that you scored scored it so high i thought you would take off several points for the runtime i did it's egregious how long it is 
it's comically long and uh i think most of my taglines probably have to do with how long it is <laughs> but it's weird like it genuinely makes it a worse movie because just from a filmmaking aspect it's so inefficient like so much could be cut down that's just common sense stuff like you don't have to restate the purpose of the scene or the conversation five times before you move on you don't have to like cover the same material three times in three different scenes like if you're trying to do a dream sequence don't do it linear linearly <laughs> with like lingering cut lingering shots it's it's like i don't know it's it, it just shows the uh, i i admire the work of independent filmmakers um and like it's a genuine accomplishment to be able to make a movie like this and get it in theaters like that's impressive and and uh good on them but man they damien leon just really lacks creativity in his directing style um or that i don't know who to blame the the director or the editor but uh it's it's a uh, it's pretty rough just from like a film theory perspective what he lacks in in filmmaking style he makes up for in gruesome horrific um and uh and you know uh real life uh special effects right there's the good things about the movie are, are the practical effects they go all in on practical effects i think it said 99 percent of the effects are practical and and the few times they use uh cg it's it's to good effect um and you can't really tell it just makes it a little more impressive um the gore is great i this is the first time i've seen a terrifier the ter first time i've seen art the clown and i get it i'm like yeah that's a great character it's a great it's a fabulous character yeah a mime clown like just mugging no dialogue from him it's disturbing the great design and a genuinely good character um and yeah i i get i get why it works and i, I haven't seen any of the other ones so i can't speak to whether this is better or worse than them but um yeah it just dragged on forever um and you could see what was coming a mile down the track it's like it's not very subtle it's not a movie for uh for incredibly intelligent people whoa <laughs> <laughs> what it's, are you fucking it's, stupid it's uh there's so much hand holding in the dialogue like it's like oh this is for very dumb people uh, that need to be told everything. I don't think. No, there's an there's another possibility there, and I think um, I think your smugness is showing a little bit. Um, the possibility there is that very dumb people were editors for it. Um, no shade here. Um, no shade here. Well, and writers and directors. Like it's. <laughs> I've uh, here's here's my example. Um, I was gonna hold this for the spoilers, but 
here, here's my example of very inefficient dialogue that just shows like, oh, this is targeting a certain group of people that needs a little handholding. There's the mother uh, after there's this the fire. She says a line where she says, um, hold on. Oh, spontaneously combusted out of thin air. I guess so. I'm like, okay, that's redundant because... And I was like, oh, wait, they can't say just spontaneously combusted because dumb people won't know what that means. They have to say out of thin air so that they know that spontaneous means out of thin air. So it's either like not having faith in people to know words or it's just bad writing. Either way, like it's... Well, no shade. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't really. It doesn't have a lot of faith in in uh, the audience to figure things out. Let's just say that. <clears throat> no, it does not. Uh, no shade to be thrown here, but um, our competitors produced this um, over at Bloody Disgusting. So, um, so I mean, depending on where you fall in this movie, you might absolutely love Bloody Disgusting and their outlet for horror. Um, or you might think they create horror for dum-dums if you're Bryce. Does that fair? <laughs> I'm impressed that you think that they're a competitor. They're, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're a giant brand. I think they have multiple podcasts, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're a whole network. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, no shade. Like, uh, I'll take it back. It's not uh, saying like, this is not a movie for smart people. Isn't, isn't fair. Smart people can appreciate dumb movies. Um, and I appreciate a lot of this movie, but I, I can't give it more than a four. Like it's, I was looking at the time code a lot through this movie. And like, even though any, anytime the art was on the screen, it was interesting. Like you can't not, watch him you know and the gore was effective and it was visceral and it was cool um everything with the surrounding story was so boring poorly written uh a lot of the time poorly acted and it was just a a, a trudge trudge to the finish line hey fair enough um well yeah i mean like i said it didn't really feel like um didn't really feel like a, a real movie to me uh it kind of felt like some we it was so strange it was a it was it was like a fever dream it was it was very different um so i get it uh you know and and i don't think our scores are that far off um i just uh i just thought the comedy in it was pretty brilliant um like the moments that are supposed to be fun and funny in this are hilarious. And it does capture this thing of like how things like how a like, so, I mean, without getting into too much spoilers right now, um, it does capture the, the definite feeling of how uh, uh, a, a drunk dad can go from being fun, cool guy one minute to totally out outrageous completely inappropriate gruesome killer like <laughs> very very quickly it's just like oh it's just, it's just snip snap it's very quick and so I, I guess i might have some extra appreciation um for it in that for no particular reason 
Um, anywho, uh, but uh, yeah, so there you go, Terrifier Two. It's a it's a long movie, um, but you do have a fast forward button on your um, on your t- on your you know on your uh, Fire Stick remote there. So uh, it's available over on Screenbox right now for streaming, um, and you can just get yourself a little seven day free trial uh, over there. Anywho, uh, if you're listening to these commercials, you should know that you don't have to. Hooray! No more commercials if you sign up to our Patreon over on patreon.com slash horror movie talk. And from there, you get access to a bunch of different options. Um, we, uh, we record e- even reviews that are exclusive to Patreon at a certain level. We, you can vote on one movie a month for us to watch. You can get access to commercial-free content and The Afterpod, which is a whole other um, podcast that we record um, following this one. Um, so... Head on over there, check it out. It helps support the show. It helps us grow. It helps us support the people who do work on the show. And we sure do appreciate you um, for doing that. You can also support the show by heading over to our horrormovietalk.com slash shop shop. Picking up yourself one of these team, hang on, one of these here. Let's see. Team bat shirts. You want to get the you want to get the bat. You definitely want to get the bat shirt. Uh, it's the best one. Um, and they were created by our resident artist Dustin Goble, who is a professional artist, and um, he also just happens to fuck really hard, like really, really hard, like alarmingly hard. Um, they say his dick is made of Teflon, so that should give you an idea of the the friction that he is capable of. Um. Or incapable of, you mean? What's that? Uncapable of. Teflon would no, make no, no. He, it has smooth. to be coated in Teflon, just so I mean, right. just so he can maintain those speeds. Right. You know, that just hardness. the the heat of reentry is just like, you know, <laughs> they sometimes it's it's too much. He's he's been thinking about cov- covering it in that um, ceramic that's co- that covers the space shuttle. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, the ceramic tiles. Yeah. That uh yeah. No, I hear you. And when one flies off, like his dick will explode upon reentry. <laughs> like ah! <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell him HMT sent you when you uh hire him to, I don't know, draw dicks for you or something. Um call us at 682-253-4468. Thank you again for listening, and let's get into spoilers. A spoilers. Before we get too far, um, just want to give a plug for anyone watching on YouTube to hit that subscribe button, ring that bell. And if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube and subscribe and ring that bell. I don't know why I need to say that. Bryce, did, uh, what were the series of emotions you felt when you knew we were going to watch this movie? Um, (sighs) most of all, I was like, uh, 
wondering if you actually wanted to watch it. Because mm. Fart invited us to watch it with him on Zoom. Mm -hmm. and, um, and and then you told, told me we were going to do Terrifier 2. Um, and so I assumed, like, you were doing it because Fart wanted to watch it and you're going to have him on the show. <clears throat> and... Yeah, I asked you, and you said, you know, a little from column A, a little from column B about <laughs> obligation versus actually wanting to do it. But it is technically a new release. It's one of these new releases that kind of slipped by us. Um, yeah. It just came out last month. Um, I was a little curious about it. There's definitely been some buzz about it in the community. Um, yeah. And I don't know much about Terrifier, but it's it feels like... I get mixed reviews. It's either people are think it's really cool or they think it's just too much. And I think it's, it's one of those things where people that don't like horror, um, this is what they think. This is what they think horror is, is like, Oh, it's, it's gory violence just for the sake of gory violence. And like, yeah, that's kind of what this is. <laughs> like that's, kind of the purpose of of the movie and it it in that aspect it did exceed my expectations there is a little bit more to it but not much not much really i was impressed that they tried to make you know a movie around the you know the selling point of just the horrific gore but they're so bad at doing that part <laughs> it's it's not not that impressive i mean it's it's on par with some, you know, shitty Friday the 13th Halloween uh, Freddy effort, except for the fact that it drags it out really long. Um, yeah, no, Fart offered to uh, to watch this with us digitally. And um, and that brought my attention to the fact that it is streaming now. And um, and um, I unfortunately, I, I couldn't watch it with you guys because I needed to watch it earlier so that I could get the review ready on Friday, yada, yada. But um, but yeah, how did uh, how did Fart end up liking it? I'm, I'm sure he uh, he probably had a lot of nostalgia feels for it. Um, what did he say? I think he gave it a score of like. I can't remember what a score was. Yeah, don't put words in his mouth. I think I think he liked it. It was just too long, I think. I don't know. I, I can't put words into Fart's mouth. This is a really interesting movie because it's so good at what it's good at. Like, <laughs> the thing that it's really good at is being weird and off-putting and funny and horrible. Mm -hmm horrendously violent and like the best the best practical effects you've maybe ever seen for up close gore you know like it's and and just being over the top i mm -hmm. mean it's great at those things mm -hmm. it's a 10 out of 10 on those things and then it's so bad at the things that it's bad at like it's it's great at the stuff that it's the best at and it's terrible at the stuff that it's not good at and so it leaves you with this, re which is kind of how this movie should be. I mean, it's this super extreme uh, version of movie. It's like, mm -hmm. here's a movie. Uh, the good parts are good and the bad parts, boo, like <laughs> just terrible. 
yeah i mean at the very least it's very really interesting what they're what they try to do with it and it's admirable um like especially tonally tonally it's it's really interesting and they there's a lot of hit and misses around what they're what they try to do there in terms of like art is a hit anytime he's on screen like you get it you know he's he's mugging for the camera he's terrifying and anytime they try to do like dreamlike stuff it's like mm, that's not how you do that like it's not it doesn't land very well but you kind of understand what they're going for and then anytime they try to do like um you know portraying human people it fails <laughs> you're like that's not how human people act that's impressively bad uh but uh yeah yeah no that's all that's all true um i kind of was struck with you know very early on um so i have seen i have seen the first terrifier i haven't seen all hallows eve which is where um art shows up first uh but terrifier was a much simpler more bare bones version of that like it was it was playing to all all damien leon strengths right which is just like horrendous concepts and gore um and uh making making a yeah making a just straight ahead slasher yeah end of list like that's all it was it there was no story none zero i and i do mean that there was zero story there wasn't even a script it was just a, a guy following po horrible terrorized victims through a warehouse and then slaughtering them spoils spoilers that was all it was really if if i recall correctly like it's been a couple of years i think i watched it when it came out um and it and it definitely left a a much worse taste in your mouth than this one just because it did seem so senseless like it was just nothing but horrendous gore so this one feels a little bit more like a movie but just a little bit more like a movie and god damn is it so long like it's approaching lord of the like fellowship of the ring lengths here like and this is a basic slasher this made me like my jaw drop was in the trivia in imdb it mentions that there's an uncut version of terrifier <laughs> 2 like of this? I, I can't imagine of this what's, movie yes what could be left? I told I told Fart. I, I think I stole this from Adam Carolla. I said the only thing that hit the editing room floor for this movie was the editor's shoes. No, and there's a blockage. <laughs> no cuts were made. It is. It's like a big sausage of shit. <laughs> <laughs> big sausage yeah. of shit is what they cut out of this. It says. <laughs> Uh, it's almost an hour longer than its predecessor, uh, 57 minutes longer than Terrifier, um, and Terrifier 2 being two hours, 18 minutes long. Uh, the uncut version is considerably longer. I I just can't believe that. I, I just can't believe that. I mean, because, okay, so 
on Patreon, we do Patreon exclusives once a month. Last month, um, our Patreon exclusive was a another independent horror movie uh, released 2015 called They Look Like People. And um, that, at about the halfway point of this movie, of Terrifier 2, I looked at the, the time code, and we were past how long They Look Like People was. We were beyond, we were only halfway through Terrifier 2. They Look Like People was explaining a, a complex concept of l- potentially losing your mind or, or being in a war against unknown forces. This is just a guy cutting people up. Yeah. I, I went on the, the Reddit subreddit, the, um, our horror. So, and, there was a thread covering Terrifier 2 and there were people defending the length that were like, I don't see what you could take out. It all was necessary to set up like all this stuff. And I'm like, what could you take out Bryce? Honestly, so many scenes, but yeah, I had to respond to that comment. I responded to it on, on Reddit, but like number one, the major thing is it's just super inefficient with the scenes. Like it just states the same thing over and over and over again in the scene. Like a scene serves a purpose to move the story forward or establish a fact that will be important later. And they, they do that like three or four or five or six, seven times before they move on to the next scene. And, um, so that is like, okay, you you need to cut that out, like chop down the script, first of all, for, for any of this talking scene. Two, like stuff like dreamlike sequences where it's supposed to portray kind of an alternate reality, like they completely squander the effect because of the lingering shots and that whole dream sequence in the looks like they're like shooting a commercial or a children's show or something like that. They sing an entire song like the the song. I'm just like, do they need to do the whole song or. And then like, there's all these lingering cuts on like what each of the kids are doing and how they each get this thing. And then what they do and how they react for each actor's face over and over and over again. And and then it like shows some disturbing gore or something intermittently and it just dwells on it. And it's like that, that part in particular, if you want an example of how to do that kind of off up, like unsettling horror really well, um, like playing against type where it's like, Oh, this is a fun kids show, or this is a fun commercial, but there's something wrong here. Like, I love the uh, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared shorts on YouTube. And that's like specifically what they were going for. And they did it so much worse that it was distracting to me to where it's like, it's almost a carbon copy because it's like, yeah, it's it's like a kid's happy kid show. They're singing and but then they're cutting to like disturbing imagery, uh, but dwelling on it. And it's like, there's a way to like meld those in a super disturbing way that they just didn't do. 
And so that's another way to cut it up. Just because, like, look at, like, David Lynch and how he treats dreamlike sequences and logic and stuff. So a lot of creative cuts could be, be made there. And then another, like, example of just scenes that could be cut. Remember when the mother <clears throat> gets her car TP'd by the brother? There's a scene, first scene. She sees the car, freaks out. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. And that takes forever. That scene. It dwells on it forever. Uh, cuts to another scene. Cuts to her calling uh, Sienna and telling her about how shocked she is that her car was TP'd. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she's like, she has to clean it up. Yeah. And then it cuts to another scene with Sienna and what she's doing. And then it cuts back to mom. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then she reveals that art's inside the car. There's three and then he shoots her in the face, Bryce. And then after he shoots her in the face, he takes her like sets her up on a chair, her mush, her mush, like, like shotgun face. And then he, crams mashed potatoes into her face. right 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 we'll and get, this we'll is get his there. ex-wife supposedly so i mean there's a lot going on here that you're not you know so, you're not sure i mean well that that happens afterwards but those three it's scenes it's complex those three overly long scenes could have been cut to one scene where she sees the car as she's reacting calls sienna and tells her and then when she hangs up, reveals art. Like that could be done in a scene that could be 15 seconds long, <laughs> you know, as opposed to three scenes that take up like three minutes. What I'm hearing is are you offering, um, like, um, doing a fan services? edit? Yeah. Would you, would you offer your services to Damien Leon? No, I, I wouldn't be. I probably wouldn't be good at it, but I can tell you, like, just watching movies, you can tell how to do things better, you know? I think you'd be good at it. I think well, you'd be real good at it. You, should, you you could punch that up real good, it sounds like. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone makes a fan edit of this that just speeds it up, takes away a lot of the dialogue and stuff. I'm not gonna. I, I don't. I don't think this movie lends itself to going through it beat by beat. Um, so instead, let's talk about concepts and kills and these kinds of things that stuck out to us. Um, the first of which we just we need to get out of the way here. Um, I think I'm gonna leave my wife um, because I think uh, Lauren Lavera loves me very much, and she. Um, she cares deeply about about me and I her um and she's kind of like an angel like a warrior angel in my eyes and and so I think it's important that we be together what do you think about that um I think that Lauren Lavera is a a uh, talented performer mm -hmm. and I respect her as a woman. Me too. And I'm going to just say that because I've been t 
accused of misogyny, and I don't think I can talk anymore about it. Well, she loves me. I'm convinced of it. I will haunt haunt her um, and stalk her down and let her know how I feel about her directly. Um, And not in off-putting ways, in very honest ways. Um, So FYI, uh, Lauren, um, I love you. Oh, man, I feel so good to get that off my chest. Okay. <laughs> Lauren, if you're watching, we'd love to I'm, have you on the podcast. I know that you'd love to come on because obviously you love David. I'm I'm not single, but I will be single for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another aspect, I haven't seen like the first Terrifier, but I think a unique thing <laughs> is that in this one, you get two terrifiers. Yeah, because there's the little the, there's the little girl. Yeah, double the terror, double the fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The little girl. Um, you got that does art. <laughs> yeah, no, she doesn't do anything. Although, um, they really, you know, they, there's this element of this movie that's just that's just like, uh, boy, I guess I would liken it to the energy of a seven year old boy. That's just like look at me 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 and then when you look at them they're like they realize they gotta up the ante and so they just fucking pull their dick out or something like that they're just like the most just it's like all this like look at me energy of like i'll do whatever it takes to have your attention and uh and it's crazy to see it in a movie format with a little girl um playing this weird fucked up clown and then like piss blood all over the floor uh it's just like oh oh like you're constantly just barrage there's this barrage of just totally inappropriate fucked up gore and concepts just like oh 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 woo this is a little girl peeing blood oh my god what what is it supposed to be i don't think it was blood i think it was poop i'm pretty sure it was poop diarrhea i mean me and part agreed that it was poop ew okay but my God! I mean, block drain, block drain. It's a, just a block drain of grossness. Block drain. Um, uh, yeah, the the, the it never it never slows down with that kind of stuff. It's just, well, I guess it does slow down a lot with all the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> but, it does slow down. But when it does show you the weird stuff, you're like, oh my gosh. Um. I, and also another weird theme of this movie that struck me <laughs> was okay. So it really kind of felt a lot like a nightmare on Elm street, like the vibes of that, the grownups in this are so angry, like all of them, like the teachers are just like, get back here. I'm going to, and then the mom's like, ah, these fucking kids, I'm going to, and it's just, it's just like, it feels that's why I said, you know, it feels like Damien Leon has been, you know, was beaten by his father as a child because it's just like, oh, this is this is somebody's weird childhood experience that's like whew, that's just too too much, you know. It just feels like it feels like that exaggerated world that you experienced as a kid of like all the emotions being too much, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially the mother the sienna's mother mm-hmm. it's so one note and she's probably the worst 
part of the movie. Like, just because it's so... She's overacting so heavily. What are you, fucking stupid? I don't blame her 100% for it, because the script is bad. Like, it, it doesn't give her anything to work with. But also, she is, like, like chomping on the scenery anytime she's in the in the in the scene and i mean it's really like gives contrast to like how well lauren lavera did a sienna and even um elliot fullman is jonathan like they're those those two young actors are pretty good in this movie like in in terms of like executing this kind of ham-handed dialogue and and having it pretty simple like um they're okay for their age um yeah but there is there is some question um as to our leading lady lauren lavera i don't i don't she, she did not feel very young to me um and and i was like but, but, which is an interesting thing because this movie like you know a lot of movies you'll get like the teenagers played by 30 year old people and a lot of the teenagers in this movie are played by teens real teens um whereas the older teenagers in this like lauren um as sienna um her she's just i mean first of all she's just gorgeous and she has very good skin and so it's very hard to tell it's very hard to place her and also she doesn't list her age anywhere and in fact there's one article out there by some i don't know sketchy thing that says she's like 44 and uh i'm not gonna lie she's got the voice of an of a much older person but she'd know 44 so um yeah that that part kind of threw me for a loop because it just it just I'm not sure how old she actually is in real life, Lauren uh, Lavera, but uh, but I would like to know. Um, so I don't I don't know. It doesn't list it on IMDb. Uh, she's she's very well, pretty. It's a I mean she does not look forty. There's no there's no possible no. way she'd she'd be forty. But it says that she's had nineteen plus years of martial arts experience. Right. I mean that could and, start when you're five though, right? So right. at least 25, you know, maybe. Right. I, I would put her in her early 20s. She doesn't she doesn't look 30. No, she doesn't. But uh, I mean, she she David, does have... look at her. She's looking at you. I know. Well, I know that. I, I mean, she's saying, David, come hither. I have one of those wallpapers that changes and it's just her staring at me all the time. <laughs> Ooh, that's yeah. she I just saw that. you to her side. She's like, David. Hey, how, how are you? How are you? You know, I I got a vasectomy, but uh, snip, snap, snip, snap. You know, I'll um, <laughs> I'll definitely undo that for uh, for Lauren. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. Now let's talk about art. Okay, this because he's the best part of this movie, aside from Sienna, aside from Lauren. Um, he every time he comes on screen. You know, it just your attention is just like, what? What's he gonna do? Oh, what? Is it gonna be funny? And then when it's funny, it's it's very funny. Like it's like that aspect of it is so good. How he's like he plays these fun, funny bits, and then he brutally murders you. Like, yeah, probably the best like overall scene for art is inside the um the costume, the costume shop. shop yeah yeah 
because it's the full range. It's the him being just kind of off-putting and being around and looking right. at you. Yeah. And then there's like the scenes where he's like um where he's like trying on the glasses and like the noisemakers and stuff where he's just goofing around and it's he just he's just a clown, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's the most with... fun I've ever had in a slasher is the, yeah. are these scenes. He's a clown with real bad teeth. Um and then it transitions to you know the you know serial killer where he kills the the store clerk and uh yeah you see the full range and it's it's all effective like it all lands well oh yeah and i mean see i that was one of my big beefs with um with it with the new it movies mm-hmm. is that no matter how good bill skarsgård did he never lands being a clown as pennywise like he never quite even when he's acting like a clown Hmm. it feels like it's the most terrifying clown you've ever you've ever met Uh, i'm starting to see what you mean you're saying he's a scary thing first and a clown far second whereas um art is is a psychopathic clown period right got it well i mean i think but though i think that's a preferential thing on your part because yeah definitely i mean i because pennywise isn't a clown right (laughs) i mean first and foremost he's some sort of weird world-eating thing well i don't know i mean i think he's a clown well yeah i mean the first first and foremost like yeah he's he's an entity but like in the form of Pennywise, he's supposed to be a clown first. Mm. I mean, if we're going to... So, okay, let's take a minute and compare clowns. So we've got Tim Curry as Pennywise. We've got Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. And we've got Art the Clown. Um, Tim Curry is probably the best at being on the surface a clown like he's full-on clown and then can be terrifying like and it's a he's terrifying while he looks exactly like a clown like it's not the design of the clown looks like a clown you know it's someone you could see at a birthday party except they're murdering people um or have like or turn into a monster um art is a really disturbing looking actual clown like he's he is a clown but the design is to be off-putting like there's no way you could look at this his like yellow jagged teeth and like the black around his mouth and eyes and and the protruding like facial features that make him look extra like gaunt right and like the the big hook nose and the pointy chin like he looks like a witch in clown makeup you know he looks like the wicked witch of the west put on clown makeup um and but he also straddles the line between acting like a clown and being a terrifying guy you know and and then Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise was 
just the the full-on terrifying clown like just the design of it looked terrifying there was no way you could see that clown be like yeah he looks like he could go to a birthday party you know (laughs) and to i mean i guess it's similar to art's design in that way but like even when he was trying to act clown like it was always menacing like there was never i don't remember any scenes that were significant that where he was like acting like a friendly nice clown like even when he's talking to georgie in in the sewer or he's talking to that little girl under the bleachers and and two like it's always like ooh, that kid should not trust that kid because he's acting really disturbing whereas like tim curry in the sewer looks like it's just a clown stuck in a sewer it's and that's what's off-putting you know it's the juxtaposition of well an actual birthday party clown shouldn't be hanging around in sewers but a kid doesn't understand that you know yeah no that's no i think i think you make a good point um i want to i want to talk a little bit about some of these kills uh they were okay so the one that re there's two that really just truly just stick out so much uh for me one is ali uh sienna's friend uh answers the door on halloween and uh, and then just gets just just brutally tortured uh and murdered and and uh and when you think it's a like when the horrendous violence that's being done to this girl finally ends you're like oh my god like Oh, I got okay. I got I get I get a breather, and she's like sitting there gasping in pain. And you think it's done, and then he, and this is this is where I give it extra points. Stop that. Uh, This is where I give it extra points because he walk when you as the audience think I'm getting a breather now. He comes running back into the room with bleach and salt and pours it all over her, and and. At, at that moment i was like i couldn't help but laugh because i was like oh this is the most insane version of a slasher i've ever seen like he's willing to go into the other room get some bleach get some salt and be like ah like that does that hurt more and then she's sitting in that bed i think you might be confusing i think i think who you're describing is tara the friend was tara because the other one was the one that got the boyfriend was killed in the car. Oh, okay. I think um, the the one that yeah, her friend that's No, you're right. You're right. Saw yeah, her yeah, yeah. saw him at the door. I think she just gave him candy and he left. Sure. The the name the names in this are all are all uh interchangeable and un, and unnecessary. Uh but suffice it to say this girl sitting in the bed with half of her face ripped off and then she she cries for mom and you're just like this is the most this is the most horrendously fucked up thing i've ever seen um in terms of like ugh, just visual kills like this was so gross even for veterans you know like this is i can't imagine showing this to somebody who's who hasn't seen a horror movie like it's just too much 
Yeah, I mean that was that was like probably the pinnacle of the amount of gore that you can do because it was just mangling a body horrendously, and it, the movie keeps her alive just for the sole purpose of making it more disturbing. You know, that was one of the few uh, instances of CG to where they had that body, like the mangled body, like set up as kind of a, a marionette um on the set and then they use digital effects to um put the actress's real eyeball on the dummy so when she wakes up the eye opens and that's similarly when uh the store clerk his head gets cut off and like his head is pulled off they they uh, use digital effects to overlay his face on it so like those those moments were like okay yeah that's when you use cg because it adds to it you're like i don't know how they did that but that actually looks pretty real you know that dummy um yeah i mean this is another reason why it could have benefited from better editing because there are moments when they're dwelling on the practical effects where it does it stops being realistic you know or they they show it too long where it's like okay if you want to see you know <laughs> the tubes and stuff that are starting to pour out the blood like look close on these scenes cuz you'll probably be able to see them um but yeah i like the gore was so over the top where it's just basically it makes you believe that the human body is just a just a series of blood bags it's just you cut you cut the human body anywhere on its body and it will just start spewing forth like a geyser Ugh. the uh the other one that was just so it, it might stick with me to the same degree as the mom being shot in the face with a shotgun and then him cramming mashed potatoes into just this mush like of a face that was so gross but also like i laughed like i was like <laughs> okay all right you know like woke you oh wow all right that's a lot i was i i felt like most of the gore in the movie like i i felt like a psychopath because it didn't affect me whatsoever but then the ones where they did do quick cuts or it was like there were some moments that were actually really effective. Like when, yeah, when Tara is getting attacked and he like hacks off her leg or arm or something, or yeah, like twists her arm back and like cracks it in half. Like that stuff is like Jesus. And when he's just stabbing the guy in the dick, I mean, I don't think any man could not feel that a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, most of the gore for me like kind of like it has zero effect but there were moments where it was like okay that was that was pretty good so for you like did you feel dead to the gore at all or was it all visceral for you um yeah i felt i mean <laughs> like there's a there's a there's an um there there's a lane of movie that this is very similar to which is like uh like shock and gore from the 80s like um uh, frankenhooker and um and you know just these really kind of like 
uh, like borderline unknown movies that are just so horrendously over the top and kind of exploitational. Um, um, it didn't, it was pretty easy for most of, you know, I mean, seen so much, you know, I mean, human centipede too is grosser than this, I'd say, uh, because it feels kind of real, you know, um, and it's supposed to, and it's kind of in black and white, although it is kind of similar lane of like kind of joke kind of over the top. I don't know. It's I'm dead to a lot of it, but I mean, nevertheless, you know, there were moments where, (laughs) where I couldn't help, but feel like grossed out. Like it's, you know, it's good at what it does. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think you make a, a note in here that, and I think you've, you've mentioned, and I think I disagree with you. Um, like you're saying that art is Sienna's dad Mm -hmm. and, and I don't, I don't think it actually says that in the movie. I think her dad was making no. The- Allie said that. Yeah, Allie. Um, no, Allie. D- yeah, no. It is insinuated. Um, she said. I think eventually it's esta- established that he's not Art the clown, but he was like basically prophesying through his drawings because he he knew that. Sienna was going was the only one that could defeat him. Um, but I don't think it meant that he was actually Art the Clown. I might have missed it though. If they actually said that. Because Allie uh went, you know, said, Oh, you know, uh Sienna's dad, um, you know, he he was a totally normal, super cool guy, and then like he started drinking, like he got into that whiskey, and uh and then he drove off. And and there was a mention she's mentioned Miles County. Um, and, uh, and crashed was never seen again. And then art showed up, you know, so it's insinuated. I, I feel like, um, and it does feel like to me that the whole thing is a little bit of an allegory for, uh, you know, a, a, a parent who is an alcoholic and, and just is tremendously violent, which a lot of people have experienced. Um, but, uh, yeah, I might be wrong on that. I don't know, but, uh, I definitely, uh, like my version. So I'm going to stick with it. Um, but yeah. Uh, and I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that's just about the end of anything I have to say about this movie really. Um, um, at the, at the, you know, at the threat of being called a misogynist again, like, you know, we see a decapitated penis, but could they just show just a hint of an areola once? And is that too much to ask? I think it is too much to ask because they, I, he, they wanted to play this in theaters. Um, I, I don't know, um, but I think this got an R rating somehow. Um, so yeah, let me let me check on that. Um, no, not rated. Uh, this isn't even rated, but I think what they were trying to do there was go for, you know, um, a, you know, avoid basically being rated X. Um, well, you can show it. You can show a tit and still be rated R. You can show a tit on the PG-13 movie. Titanic had tits. Yeah, but it's an escalation thing, you know, like it's a checkbox that you know how it is. Mm-hmm. It's a checkbox thing. Once you get, you know, you can have terrific violence and and get a and get an r but as soon as you add a boob or or a vagina into the mix 
Well, it's it's not it's not rated, so that theory doesn't hold true. I think they knew if they were to to go to the ratings board, this would probably get an X just for the violence. I I don't know that it would. I don't know that it would. Um, that's one of the biggest criticisms of the ratings board is that you can show endless amounts of violence, but as soon as something has some some like loving sex in it, then it gets it gets an X rating. Um, so I I don't know, but it is a weird omission, and I would bet that that extended cut you mentioned um, has plenty of that. I I would bet, but I don't know. So there it is. Uh, if this sounds like a good time to you, it will be. Um, and if it sounds terrible and like it's not up your alley, then um, then it won't be. Uh, but it, I will say art is um, he is iconic. He, he is iconic. Yeah, let's get into taglines. Taglines. Ah, it's taglines. Um, this is a little bit where we think up funny, stupid, cringy taglines to go along with the movie that we just reviewed. This is is a long term staple bit, so bear with us here. Um, I have three. How many do you have? I have a lot, I, but I think I actually said a bunch of these jokes through the review, so. Okay. Um, then you should go first. Um, Terrifier 2. It's bad news when the clown isn't the biggest overactor. <laughs> uh, Terrifier 2. The last time you saw this much blood, it was at your cousin's botched bris. <laughs> Uh, Terrifier 2, you know that scene where the fire starts in Sienna's room? She almost becomes burnt Sienna. I don't get it. Like, like the color, the crayon color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very nice. A little bit of Crayola humor for uh -huh. you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Terrifier 2, you just know someone somewhere is sitting down to watch this with their seven-year-old. <laughs> dude oh my god this, some of these fucking facebook groups these horror themed facebook groups oh people god. like like pridefully announce that they're like sitting down to watch martyrs with their like four-year-old child and they're like you didn't blink once it's like yeah his eyes are basically stapled shut or stapled open yeah like yeah yeah um terrifier 2 the horror movie equivalent to the joke the aristocrats <laughs> yeah it is it's the the aristocrat joke oh yeah tr yeah it truly is it's just that um okay so this is my final tagline and this is more of a um this is more of an homage to the simpsons this is the writers um in it for the movie for terrifier 2 okay and they're sitting around and they're they're thinking about like 
you know, how can we make this better? And, uh, and this is Art the Clown in the writer's room. I've been doing I've been doing some thinking and I've got some ideas to improve the movie. I got it right here. One, Art needs to be louder and angrier and he needs to have access to a time machine. Two, wherever Art whenever Art isn't on screen, everyone in the in the in the movie should be asking, "Where's Art?" Is <laughs> just just Homer's idea for Poochie. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's Where's got, Poochie? Art's got bad attitude. <laughs> um, is that it? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. I got one last one. Okay. Ter- Terrifier 2. Lord of the Rings has the most drawn out ending ever. Terrifier 2. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> the ending was so long. Like it was 40 uh, fucking minutes, 40. Mi- I'm glad you noticed that too. It was like, I, 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 cause I took note. It was like, okay, we're entering the fun house. We have 40 minutes left. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a slog. It was a bit of a slog. Is that all you got? That's all I got. Okay. Um, so our next game is another older game. I remember some people have been uh, clamoring for the, uh, for the old games. So here they are. Um, kill count is a little game where we, um, we pit uh, in this, in this version of kill count, we're going to be pitting, uh, horror uh, slasher baddies against each other. I think we've done this this very game in the past, but I'm sure you've forgotten and it will be interesting to a whole new set of listeners. Um, so, uh, so oh, wait, we can't go without doing the intro. One, one two, two, three, four, five, no. six, seven, eight, Over. nine. 10, want to crawl into a hole and die. Why did you do that? <laughs> That's the most cringy intro <laughs> we have. We have a better one. We have the real kill kit. We had we we redid it. Did we? Uh, every time you do this, you I don't know if you're feigning ignorance or if you just don't know. I think you just don't know. Um so in this game of kill count, I'm going to be pitting slasher baddies against each other. And uh, Bryce is going to have to determine which one has the higher kill count. Uh, I tried to pit similar uh, baddies against each other or with similar kill counts. So it's going to be kind of close. So uh, feel free to play along out there in the audience um, and see if you can do better than Bryce does. Okay. Are you ready, Bryce? I'm ready. Our first pairing is Freddy Krueger. Uh, versus Ghostface. We got two Wes Craven baddies uh, going head-to-head. Which one do you think has more kills? And by the way, these numbers are updated to 2022 standards, FYI. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of deceptive because you assume that they have a lot, but I know in Nightmare on Elm Street, there's only like 
two kills or something like that or like three there's there's not a lot of murders in it but i'm talking movies... about over the span of their right all right, the right, movies right. right yeah i think i think i'm gonna go with ghost face okay well wait okay. we're up to like scream four now right how many screens are there i think I think There's we just six? had the fifth one. No, we just had five. Okay, I'll go. I'll go with Freddy then. Oh, okay, changing it up. Yeah, I'm glad it. you did. I'm glad you did change it because that's correct. Yay! But just barely. Freddy has a total of 42 kills, um, and Ghostface has a total of 40. So mm. only only two. Just Freddy, just eking by there. Okay. Okay, our second pairing is Death from the uh, the Final Destination movies uh, versus Leatherface from the um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. So, what do you what who who do you think wins this? I mean, Death versus Ghostface. You can't get this pairing anywhere else. This is a horror movie talk exclusive. Wait, Death versus Ghostface or Death versus Leatherface? Leatherface. <laughs> um uh I'm gonna say death. Cause Final Destination is just a series of a lot of deaths. Like yeah, that's all it is. And the whole thing. Leatherface, like I don't know, I guess I haven't seen all the movies, but I, I don't think there's that many movies. Football in the groin head, football in the groin. Yeah um interesting interesting no it's it's good it's good solid logic right because death is death but uh sorry no death can't keep up with leatherface um yeah death only has 45 kills to his name and uh and leatherface a solid 11 more we got 56 kills across the uh, tcm movies there so uh sorry you're uh you you only have one point one for two all right. Um, the next pairing is we have Chucky from Child's Play uh, versus Leprechaun from Leprechaun. Um, we haven't uh, watched a lot of either of these. I think we've only watched one of both of these movies uh, in review for the show. So I can see you being in the dark on this and it wouldn't surprise me. Um, I'm gonna... in your free time, did you watch any of these? Uh, you know, back in the day as a kid, or maybe the I've Leprechaun seen a couple. Movies? I think I've seen a couple Child's Plays. Um, oh, okay, I've only seen Lep in the Hood though. Uh, Lep in the Hood, and he's up to no good. I'm gonna say, oh man, this is this is rough because Chucky has some. Okay, wait. So are we including like the TV show too? Oh, I, I, I believe so. Hang on. Um, let me just do some research, um, find out where I got these numbers from. Because if it includes the TV show, it's like Chucky hands down. Yeah, let's see here. Leprechaun in the hood, like, he's only got a, I don't know, I, I assume just a couple movies. How many that can't be right though 
Um, you know, it says the series of movies, but I think it's just including the movies. Um, so where I got this from is probably just including the movies. Okay, I uh, I had very little faith in Full Moon Productions' ability to, or whatever production company it is, to pump out Leprechaun movies because he's got a lot of movies. A lot of. Leprechaun I'm going to say movies. Leprechaun. I'm going to go with Leprechaun then. Okay, well, I'm sorry, but uh, no, yeah, Chucky definitely pulls this one out. He has 71 kills to his name uh, versus Lep, who's only got 58, so a good spread, 13, you know? Okay, all right, now we're into the big leagues here. This is the the final question, so you can just tie it up. I didn't have a tiebreaker, I'm sorry. Um, if, If you tie it up, I'll give you the W. Um, so here we got Jason Voorhees, of course, uh, from the Friday the 13th movies versus Michael Myers Halloween series. And this is updated to include, uh, ends. I, I do believe, um, no, this does not include ends. This includes up to kills. Yeah, I'm going to say Jason. So keeping in mind that this is up to kills, you are correct. Jason squeaks by with 158 kills. He's been the top dog for a long time uh, versus Michael at 156. So there's only a two kill spread between the two. Um However, given that ends has occurred, um, Michael probably squeaks by because there hasn't been a Friday the 13th movie in over 10 years now. Um, So if we were playing, uh, you know, an updated version, you'd be wrong. But you took into account the fact that we weren't. So you did it. You pulled out the W. Congratulations, Bryce. You won this week's kill count. How does it make you feel? Thank you. Thank you. bravo bravissimo hey if you guys uh would uh would let us know how you did on that that would be that'd just be great we'd just really appreciate that a lot and um and you can do so by heading on over to our youtube channel of course you can uh in leaving a comment down hit that subscribe button ring that bell leave a comment like never gets old never gets old um thank you everyone so much for listening to our show show or watching our show we really appreciate it um make sure to share it with a friend if you haven't already we uh we really love new listeners and uh and you know um so thank you and um if you want to support the show, you can do so by heading over to our website, clicking one of the two buttons at the top. So either says, take me to Amazon or take me to Patreon. Both of those are great ways to support the show, and we appreciate you doing it. Um, special thanks to uh, Bart Simpson, Dustin Goble, and Mark. Oh, hi, Mark, for, uh, for helping out the show on such a consistent basis. You guys are the wind beneath our wings. Thank you very much. If you'd like to give us a call, do so at 682-253-4468. Stay tuned for that bonus 
horrors episode of our voicemail episode and have a great week we love you bye 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 good day sir good day sir you lose I just hit the skull through the scraggly woods. He had no face! Horror! Wow, that didn't sound good. Oh, Lauren. <laughs>